Hey, what's up? This is Kevin Weatherby of Save the Cowboy. Welcome to Cowboy Conversations. Uh, it is Thursday, November 16th, as far as, or this morning it was. And today I have the guys from Save the Cowboy. We've got uh, Ty Weber here, our ranch manager. Good afternoon, Ty. Good afternoon. How's things going? Going great. What'd y'all do this morning? Oh, we, we sold some, our, our light end of our heifers, and so... We gathered them up and sorted them off and got them sent off, doctored one. and Nice. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. And we have Tyler Lowe, our Sunday night pastor here. Good hey. afternoon. How, how's everybody doing? Everybody's good, man. Everybody's good. So tell me what's happening with you today. Uh, I exercised today, which is the first time I've gotten to do that with my ankles. So that was pretty nice. Yeah. And uh, ran some errands. And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Is your brace supposed on, to be off? Depending on who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got to live my life. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I'm proud of you for wearing your brace all the time. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, when's your retainer going to be in? <laughs> yeah. uh, I have it now. I had to get Invisalign again, so that was fun. Yeah. Nice, nice. Which that's we cheap. talked about. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. yeah. You leave the dogs out this morning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put them up, so yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our Raymond Ranch Division Cowboy Mitch Gorman. What up? Hello, Mitchell. How what are up? you? Oh, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's your fiance? Oh, she's great. She's good. great. Just talked to her a little while ago, and we got an engagement photographer lined Ooh, up. So. Me, and yes. my, engagement me and my iPhone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> me and my iPhone and a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Has, has she picked out your wardrobe yet? Yeah. I, no, she, it was weird. She was like... Uh, uh, <laughs> she was like, well, I think we'll pick out my, your wardrobe or pick out what you're going to wear. And then it'll be easy for me to pick out what I'm going to wear. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, it don't, it don't work like that. <laughs> Are y'all getting matching outfits? Uh, oh, I hope so. Oh, I, I, I brought that up and she was like, no, we're you, not doing you. Oh, uh, hold Dude. on. Hold on. But you'll do it with Joe. <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> I, I got pictures. Do you really? They're wearing the same shirt. Same exact shirt. You don't want. Oh. You don't want to go down this road. What I got pictures. Of. Oh. I digress. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, you were horseback this morning, weren't you? Yeah, we was. Well, not necessarily weaning calves, like pre-weaning. Pre-weaning without the shots. Y'all were. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what y'all were doing? What? practice weaning. Yeah, that's right. We were practice weaning. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were going to be, yeah, gonna be when are you practicing so again? We're just joking. Just seeing how that would work. Yeah, we're just, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, th that that reminds me of of something that, that I wanted to read everybody. And, and it's something that I came across yesterday. And um, I'm going to try to uh, do this in a way that I can find what I'm looking for. And of course, my phone's not participating. But anyway, there's a famous Russian author from the 1800s. And um, anyway, he was part of a utopian society. And I know what both of those mean, but I don't know why you would be sentenced to death for being a part of a utopian society. It probably has something to do with being Russian. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, he's happy. a really, really <laughs> famous, famous author. I, I got the book because I actually saw a little short on social media where a guy asked Jordan Peterson, is the brothers Karamazov the greatest book ever written? And Jordan Peterson said, I think you can make a case for it. And so I was like, well, I want to read the greatest book in the world. So I started reading it. Of course, it's a translation. And uh, did you find it? Yeah. You ready for a name, boss? Uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. I ordered the book last night. Did you really? Fe it's Fyodor Dostoevsky. There you go. And uh, anyway, so get this. He, uh, he gets a death sentence for being a part of this utopian society. There's like six or 10 people or something. And it's Nikolai the first or something, some Russian czar. It's before the Soviet union. And, uh, so they sentence them to death and I don't know what the time frame. I don't know what the deal is behind it, but I think they wait like, I don't know if it was eight months or eight weeks or something like that to be put to death, but the czar had changed his mind. 
And he told them, he said, let them go through the entire process of worrying about being executed. You're going to be in a firing squad. Let them go through the whole nine yards. And when you say fire, don't fire, let them go. Now, when I say let them go, really, it's let them live. Because he still did eight years hard labor in a Siberian prison, (laughs) right? (laughs) But he writes a letter to his brother explaining all of this. And he said, I thought of you at the end, brother. I thought of you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I asked the question within our Long X Ranch Cowboys group. I said, was that the worst punishment in the world or the greatest gift ever? Because he says it changed his life because he thought he was going to die. He said, don't feel sorry for me. He said, life floods through me, something like that. And so, but he still suffered. I mean, eight years in Siberia in a Russian prison camp in the 1800s. Yes. Leave me. Yeah. Like North Dakota. Yeah. Leave me out of that. (laughs) You know, leave me out of that. But what role, how can somebody that suffers through that find joy afterwards? So what, what's y'all's view? I mean, come on, Lynn. You hear me say it a lot in preaching and on, even on these cowboy conversations and stuff like that, that I say that every time somebody tells me that they're a Christian, that I just want to hug them and say, I know what you're going through. Because I do. <laughs> I mean, when you truly authentically follow God, there is some suffering <laughs> that goes along with it. So uh, thoughts? You go first. Well, the Bible tells us that there's, we're supposed to find joy in suffering. Yep. Because, <laughs> because it's it's going to bring us close closer to God. Right. And and it does. It does. It's the only to me. It's the only time you. I wouldn't say the only time, but a lot of the times, it's the only time we do get closer to God. That's right. Because that's when we really depend on Him. Yes. And really talk to Him. Yes. And it's unfortunate that we. You know, as human beings, that we oftentimes wait till till we're in trouble before we ask God for help. Yep. But, uh, I I really think that suffering is how we grow. It is how we mature. It is how we uh, develop. Or I guess suffering gives us the opportunity to to do those things because some people don't right grow through suffering right and don't develop and and don't move forward. Some people just wallow in it mm-hmm. and and get bitter. Yep. Um, but. So I, I have tried recently to look at it from that view. Right. I'm saying, okay, God, I'm, I don't like what's going on here, but, but you've told me that this is how I'm going to grow and how I'm going to get close to you, and that it should be joyful through this. So, so <laughs> here's my feeble attempt. <laughs> yes, and, and so, our feeble uh, attempt. And so it, it does change your perspective. Right. Yes. Instead of instead of wallowing around in that and self pity and saying, "Oh God, everything's wrong, everything's bad, everything," you know, if you look back and say, "Man, I'm I'm supposed to find joy in this because this is God, God's gift of a, of helping me grow and get closer to Him." Yeah. yeah. Who well, who doesn't want that? Right. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Christians, yeah. right? No doubt. Well, anyway, what about you, Tyler? I think Ty just nailed it at the end with what he said. Is and we, Mitch and I have talked about this a lot, and we talked on Sunday night, but people ask all the time you know, how, how do I get closer to God? How can I feel God's presence? <laughs> how do I get closer to God? Suffering. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But, but there's something to that too, right? Like there's absolutely something yeah. to um, it. It's just not what they want to hear. Right. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, you like look at Paul's life and Paul said it throughout, you know, his writings, like that was nothing but suffering. And I think about it this way, like how great does a glass of water taste when I've searched for it in the desert for three days? Yeah, you know versus I mean? right now. Right. Right. Um it it's like this this biblical thing, like suffering just builds character, but more importantly, it brings you closer to to the thing that's healing you, which is which is Jesus, right? Amen. So and and I think that's really the main purpose of suffering is is that one, it's a subjective thing, but 
it brings you closer to, to your hit. Like when you're in pain, how great does it feel when a doctor walks in and relieves that? And I think that's our relationship with God and how we suffer. Yes. Right. And I don't know a better way to, to be close to somebody than to, to, than to go through that suffering. Yep. The other thing I think about too, is like, if I read through the old Testament, I read through Paul and, and what happened to the early Christians in church. Have I really suffered much for my Christianity, like in today's terms? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably, like, probably okay. not relative to that. There yeah. may be somebody who's who's listened to a listening to this who's lost a job or something for their Christianity, right? But have I really suffered? Well, we're gonna get we're good. That's my that's my next right. line of yeah. of deal. What about you, Mitch? Well, I have like fifty thoughts on this, and hopefully, I can just tie them together. We Go talk about this a lot. <laughs> well. You know, when I think of suffering, I think of just and unjust. Okay. And so just suffering is like you do something stupid, you reap the consequences. That's you know? just? That's just. Okay. Right? Okay. All right. And, I can and, see that. And unjust would be when you're doing everything right. Right. And your I got you life's still I got going you to now. crap. Yep. And Ooh, that's a really good point. I like and, that. you know, I think a lot of, both of them, though, I think the way you tie them together is vulnerability. That's okay. the word I think of. Okay. And, you know, going through all this counseling stuff, I know I'll always fall back on this because, like, it's just changed my mindset on this stuff so much is that the vulnerability part of it plays such a huge role in suffering because you have to put your heart out there. Mm. Like, you can't allow Jesus to heal your heart unless you put it out there. Okay. And that's what suffering often brings you back to Jesus for is for healing and for him. It's just like what Tyler and Tyra are saying. It's, it's that relationship with God, right? And sometimes that's just what, growing closer to God is. And that's that vulnerability that is hard because in a world that we live in, especially growing up, when we put our hearts out there, like the first view of, of God that we get is from our parents or from an authority figure or something like that. And usually as a little kid, we put our heart out there and it usually gets smashed to pieces. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. As a little kid? Yeah. Well, <laughs> every day. But it just starts. Yes. It, yeah, it, it starts, starts there. That's where it starts. It does right. start there. It's, yeah. it, it starts there. And, and so the last thing that you want to do is you want to give your heart away to somebody who, who may be able to touch it. Yeah. True. I'm going to place you over here yeah. because you can't hurt me. Yeah. Right. And I do that to everybody and everything. And that's what Jesus sometimes is. Sometimes I think that's what suffering is, is breaking down the walls. Yeah. It's, it's his way of getting your attention of saying, hey, I'm here. Like, and I, I think of that verse as, um, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden for I will give you rest. Yeah. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So... And and obviously Tyler already touched on it, and I'm glad he did. But um, what are some forms of suffering? Just suffering. And I love the play on words there. Just suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just suffering. Just, just suffering. suffering. Just suffering. Mm-hmm. And and that's a great response that I'm probably going to use. So thank you for that. Is when people say, "How's it going?" Just suffering. <laughs> 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 right. But but like what are some forms of just suffering? Because as me and Tyler were talking yesterday, I could I, I just haven't been able to quit thinking about it is, you know, sometimes I read in in the Bible. I, I oftentimes read in the Bible, you know, where it talks about, you know, he who has finished the race, yeah. he has who has yeah. overcome he who, you know, yeah. retains the prize, you know, mm-hmm. and just that never gives up, that never gives in, you know, yeah. he will inherit the kingdom of God and will be given the crown of life. And then I look at Paul and yeah. I'm like, this, this yeah. dude right here, let's go through That's Paul. He's been blind. <laughs> he's been thrown in jail, whipped nearly to death two or three different times, right. shipwrecked, snake bit, and they finally cut his head off. Mm-hmm. And that's not even counting all the people that were mean to him and wanted him dead. Mm-hmm. And the thorn in his side. And yeah, the th- yeah, and the thorn in his side that we don't know what it was. But it was yeah. suffering. Yeah. But it was suffering. he wanted yeah. rid of it. Yeah. And then I asked myself, Kevin, how have you suffered? I'm like, well, there's this guy that was mean to me on social media. They me for being hey, a Christian. I bet right? that thorn in his side was his pancreas. <laughs> oh, probably for me, yes. Yes, he had a... 
pancreas problem. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that. But, you know, seriously, sometimes I think, man, am I, am I really suffering? <laughs> like perspective is a big deal. It that, is right? a big deal. So we'll, we'll leave that till we get around the table. So let me hear yours. Which, well, you know, when I, I always, a lot of times when I'm feeling my pity party, I think about our trip to Guatemala. Yep. And, and your ass hobbling around over big rocks and through alleys. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought I was going to die in the hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> left me standing there <laughs> guys with guns everywhere yep. <laughs> uh, no those people are suffering right yes and, and by through no fault of their own right okay it's just it's just what they were born into yep now you know that doesn't mean we're, we're immune to suffering i mean just because you because your state you know we're we're your wealth or whatever, everybody suffers. But, you know, when I think about how I've suffered, it's it's more like, you know, when, when you choose to follow God, you lose friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's a great point. Right. We talked that's about that. That's a great that. point. Yeah, right. We did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, great but point. But were they friends? Yeah. You're suffering. For well, I, right. but, but you know what, Ty? I lost one yeah. of my best. Now, we're still friends, okay? We're still yeah. friends. It's not like we're enemies now. But once I became a pastor, it was never the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the the invites, I, I didn't get invited over anymore. And, you know, not not that I was excommunicated, right. but like I didn't get invited to go work cattle anymore. Right. Right. And, you know, yeah. you, you know the whole story. Absolutely. But, but here's the deal. I really do think he was my friend. Yeah. Yeah. But the difference is, is that when I gave my life to Christ, I could love him better but he couldn't continue to love me without the alcohol right, and, right. and and all of that. Right. And I still love him. And it still hurts when I think about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you lose friends, you lose family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that hurts. It does. And it, and it's suffering. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think about the, you know, the, like, <laughs> Like whenever you try to be righteous, oh, those yeah. decisions, those decisions yeah. cost you. They cost you. And you isn't know, that the hardest thing in the world? No, that's the hardest thing yeah. in the world is when you know that it's the right decision and it's going to cause you pain. It's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. There's a it cost. will cost. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, relative to Paul, I don't think I, <laughs> I, I, I have anything right. to complain yeah. about. Right. I'm, I'm not. But who knows? We may become we we may have a choice to make in this world. Uh, well, that may be in the future. That's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of, you know, of martyrdom and things like yep. that. I mean, who knows? Uh, so it might still be coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but the other side of that is when when you give your life to Christ, you're you're marked. Mm-hmm. Yes. For the devil. Yep. And the devil will do anything he can to make you <laughs> to make you pay. Yes. Cause you pain for. For your decision, yep. and so I think a lot of the time our suffering is is created by the enemy. Okay, and you know we gotta we gotta fight that. We gotta deal with it, and the best way to deal with that is go to God. Amen. Because He's stronger and He's more powerful, and He's He's already whipped the devil. Yeah. Um, but you know we we have to because of our human nature, we've got to seems like we got to dabble. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What about you? I know, like for me, the the when I examine my suffering through a mature Christianity standpoint, the only time that I've really come close to that is when I've been alone. When I, and that isn't that come is close to what suffering. Okay, okay. To like, you know, just that's what I thought you meant. I just wanted suffering. to be sure that that's what you meant. And it's when I retreat and get myself alone. And then like Ty just said, that's when you start getting attacked from the devil and and things like that. It's pretty hard for me to suffer when I'm in good company. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's you know a good what point. I mean? That, that's excellent. It, that's it, a really it's good pretty point, right? hard for the devil to prey on me yeah. when one, I'm not inviting sin into my life. Mm-hmm. And two, I have Mitch and you guys mm-hmm. and, and all of these, it's hard to suffer when you're in good company. Yeah. Yes. What, in my own life, when I've opened myself up to that, which I believe like it's completely my own doing is when I've retreated mm-hmm. from 
Yes. You know, and though that can happen for various reasons. Usually Ty has a piece of advice that I know is right, but I don't want to hear it from him <laughs> or, you know, yeah. Yeah. because it's going to be convicting to me. But I, I, I just don't think that I've suffered a ton in life, at least for being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I, I mean, I've spiritually suffered and that that is that is when I've been out on my own and turned away from God and was letting sin into my life and things like that. So it might've been more the unjust suffering Correct. than the just. Correct. And you're working to remedy that. Right. Yeah. And, and I, Isn't again, it funny that we have to pick between unjust suffering and just suffering? Right. We don't get to pick whether they're suffering. Yeah, just <laughs> right. suffering. It's just yeah. the... Yeah, uh, which brand? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What brand are you yeah. going to smoke? Right. <laughs> but yeah. it, it's hard for me. Again, I'll leave it with it's i think it's hard to suffer in good company yeah and good christian i like that i like that a lot what about you mitch yeah you know i I, i'm thinking a lot of the same things they are but it's like i think suffering was different back then and when paul was in prison than it is now obviously yeah you know people are getting martyred for being christians back then and and, but now i think and there's still that going on in the world but not for us not for us yeah i'm Uh, i'm gonna say that though like i'm gonna say people are still being martyred for christianity they're just not dead Mm. i know what you're saying you know what what i'm saying i do explain that the just the hurt that people feel so much inside is killing them yeah and they can't talk about it because we're in a world where it's just well pick up your bootstraps and move on yeah it 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 is what it is just might as well just not feel anything and move on that's deep, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, your 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 faith is dead. Your, yeah, your spirit is dead. And but the soul is dead. But the way, but the way that the way that that is cured is just like what Tyler said. Is it's people can literally be brought out of it when somebody loves them. Okay, so and while we're talking about you know things that we suffer from and everything like that, do y'all? And Mitch, I'll start with you and go back the other way. Do you, that way you don't have you can have your own answers. <laughs> These guys can get that, how that feels. <laughs> I have the best seat in the house. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, do you? Now I lost my train of thought. Crap. What was I going to say? Hang on a second. Uh, mm, I forgot what I was going to say. Somebody else say something. Uh, something. Uh, so, uh, you know, so what's the... What? Oh, I, I know what I was going to say. About uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see me. I wish y'all... Like, we're, for the one time we're not videoing this and it's the best one. <laughs> because, uh, so what do you do about your suffering? Well, that that was going to be the, yeah. what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. What's the remedy? What, yeah. what? Oh, no, wait. Before we get to the remedy... Is there comparative suffering? Is there? You think? So you're saying I, now, is, now, is suffering like sin is no. Well, what I, what I mean by that is, what if somebody? I mean, throw out something a just suffering, Mitch. What's something that you can suffer justly for? Uh, losing my temper. Okay. What about you? Losing something for speaking out. Okay. For Christianity. What about you? Well, like I said, losing a friend for. Okay. Or or, Or what about losing a spouse? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's suffering. When you're comparing. You didn't cause it. Right. Yeah. Can you compare those four things? No. Well, I mean, like, I think, I think there, there is, uh, we all know that losing a spouse is more impactful than somebody mean, mean to you. Okay. We understand that, but suffering pain is suffering pain. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. And, and I, pain is pain. Pain is pain. Like there, there may be some little degrees to it, but the presence of it is no matter how little can still feel overpowering mm-hmm. like and and i think that's why a lot of men especially won't talk about their suffering no. because they think that they'll be pansies mm-hmm. or right. that other men will be like well, what do you got to be you know yeah. you yeah. don't know nothing about suffering you yeah. know and right. and people yeah. try to compare 
suffering well, at, and, I, and i don't think yeah. you can not at that not between two people mm-hmm. right. you know what we teach people at the fire department what about when you when you do that long enough like there can be certain things that you just roll your eyes at like why are people calling 911 for that right what we try to teach people it's their emergency oh i like that. it may not be an emergency to you because you've seen these real emergencies but it's their emergency right and i think when we yeah their cat up in the tree and their fear for their cat doesn't mean the same as somebody with their jaw blown off right but it's their emergency their suffering and and suffering can be subjective yes and that's true kathy's Uh, talked about that at the hospital where where you're asking somebody their pain level yes and and she's seen people with like literally a paper cut with yeah, that want yeah. They're morphine. Yeah, and and she's seen people with a a leg dangling with a bone sticking out of it. Oh, that's a four or a five. Right, it's relative. Yes, it is to, to them. Relative and subjective. Correct. And, and yeah, subjective. Yep. So you can't tell a person that their pain isn't a nine. If yes, if if that's where it's at on their skin. Maybe they've never had anything bad happen to them in their right. entire lives. Yep. But at the same time, I think that um, I don't think, well, I don't think this. I know this. Uh, God won't give you any more than y'all can handle together. Because we both have a part to play in the suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. Me and God both do. Yeah. He yeah. promises to get me through it. I promise to keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to <laughs> yeah. trust him through it. Yes. And yeah. he promises to love me and never forsake me. Yeah. And I do my best to continue to follow no matter what. Mm-hmm. So we both have a part to play in that suffering. Right. Yeah. But what are some other ways that y'all deal with your own suffering? What are some... Do you go ahead, I'll you, start. Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. I look at all these examples in the Bible and all these people that and suffered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That should have been, been on mic. But um, I look at all these examples of people that suffered, and I see that God had a plan for them. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I just, I constantly have to remind myself, and sometimes it's not easy, like, there's something you either need to learn from this or you're being prepared for, but there's, there's, and I hate this cliche, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's a reason this is happening and maybe it's cause I need to learn a lesson from what I did, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. But wait a minute. Does God cause suffering? No. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> okay. There's a difference in cause and allow. Correct. Yeah. There's Correct. a difference in cause and allow. Yes. I can allow my son to maybe crash his dirt bike because he's being an idiot and he hasn't listened to me. Right. I don't throw him off the dirt. Bike. Correct. Right. And I, I don't <laughs> throw you know what I mean? There and cause ultimately, him. Right. ultimately right. I think God's a God of seasons and me understanding that has helped me through bad times. Like, sure. Hey, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs and yeah. any relationship you have in life that's been good, whether it be work or your spouse or whatever, it's probably been about 50, 50, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. It's like, Hey, suffer now because there's something in store through this you're, yeah when you're and in the I, I drop that means better. you're you're, you're going to yeah. be coming on the up yeah. pretty soon. At, at some it's point old. and sometimes yeah. you're like oh no there's an i wasn't even remotely over this so there's another <laughs> right but i know it's coming because i understand the god we serve you amen. know yeah. amen mitch i just don't want to create another hill for myself mm. I'm a pro at that. But that's not answering the question. <laughs> How do you deal with your suffering? How do I deal with it? So you're mm-hmm. saying you deal with your suffering by not creating <laughs> well, well, that could be well, part of it. That's right, definitely well, that, part most of it. Of time, in that. Most of the time I do because most of my suffering is in my mind. Well, we're yes. gonna get we're gonna get to that. Like too. most of my suffering, yeah, suffering. Like it's my brain suffering. Like I don't have a lot of physical suffering. So yeah. Right. Well, not yet. So, you're not fifty. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll weigh in. Yeah. 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 So I am 49.9, and my check engine light just burned out. (laughs) It didn't go off. It burned burned out. out. (laughs) It just unhooked it. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of myself, my stuff, my suffering is all in my mind. So it's a lot of, you know, what 
what may not be a big deal to you is a big deal to me. And what may not be a big deal to me might be a big deal. To That's kind of what I was getting at. And, with the- and, and I think we have to realize that when people, when we do something to somebody and it's, and it causes them to start suffering you mentally. Know, and, and, but that's the thing like I learned out the last couple of weeks is, is this guy told me this and he's like, it looks, feels, sounds. I was like, looks, feels, sounds what? It says looks, feels, sounds. It's like, it looks and it feels and it sounds a lot like your past pains and your sufferings, the things that trigger you usually, but is it really from somebody else? And so that's probably my first thing. Cause it calms my emotions down to think logically looks, feels, and sounds like something that should trigger me, but should it? Because most of my mind, most of my suffering in my mind is when somebody says something to me to make me feel this big. Yeah. yeah. You know, because that's something that I struggle with. I've always struggled with not being enough. You know, that's kind of just a man Understood. thing. Understood. It is right? a man thing. And so that my pride automatically kicks in like, what? who were they to say something like that? <laughs> yeah. or, my goodness. Why? Yeah. And they don't even yeah. know they hurt you half the time. Right. And but, but they that's, had no intent. Dude. And that's oh. my thing is I need, I need to go looks, feel, sounds. Is that something that, that they meant to do to you? Or is that something from your past that you need to go to Jesus with? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then I, and then I'm calmed down enough to say, Hey, you know, you can have a real conversation with them because the moment you say, Hey, dumbass, you hurt me. Right. They're going to get defensive. And once they get defensive, there's no conversation. Right. And you can say, and then you can have a conversation and your relationship is open. Yeah. But that, that goes back to Jesus too, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes Jesus allows that suffering and that emotion to come on because that's your, that's your check engine light saying you need to come to me. What about you, Ty? So we're still talking about how, how do we deal? How with do suffering? you deal with suffering? Yeah. I rely heavily on the body of Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. Echo what Tyler yep. said, man. You gotta have. Yep. You gotta have people, like real people, yep. in your life that you've been vulnerable mm-hmm. with, that know you, that care about you, that yep. love you. Yep. Um, and you gotta use. I mean, utilize. Mm-hmm. Them. Yes. Use, utilize, whatever word you want. They don't say. know what they don't that know. That is why <laughs> God put us in a church. Right. That's why Jesus said, you got you to gotta do this together. And not, cowboys, not, not, for all of y'all yep. that are listening, if you haven't, let me point something really important out to everybody. You know all of y'all cowboys that say, well, you don't have to be involved in corporate church. Your church is in the pasture. <laughs> Bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. To put it kindly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it, it is essential. It, it is you essential have to be. That, that you have. Yep. That you, you have. have that's a difference. Christ at your disposal. <laughs> that's, yes. a, that's the difference between being a believer and a Christian. And so we share. Yeah. Our or believer and religious. Right. Because yeah. those yeah. people are more religious. They are. Than believer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the most religious thing yeah. I've ever heard. It is. is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because we need each other. We do. And, and we, you know, when, when, when you have people who can guide you through it, help you through it, say, hey, I've been there. Uh, or maybe they haven't been there, but they're like, hey. I, I can try to understand. I, I care yeah. about you. Right. So mm-hmm. tell me about it. Tell yeah. me. Or, or hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm going to hold your hair while you puke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you're right. You know, I yep. can't do anything for you. That's right. Except be here. Well, right. I talk. And, I, and, yeah. it, and, yep. and it's, it's a beautiful design by mm-hmm. Jesus and saying, <laughs> you need this. Well, I, ga- I gave your number out the other day because somebody was talking to me and they had a friend that's an alcoholic yep. and they said, Hey man, how do I talk to them? You know, and all that. And I was like, call Ty. Yeah. I said, yeah. and I said, it's not that I don't care. I do care. I said, but I, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know what that struggle. Right. Right. I don't know what that struggle is like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I drink like a fish, but thank God that I was never where right. I couldn't just put it down, right. you know? And, um, I've never not been able to put down anything, you know, even though I do have an addictive personality. But how about this, Ty? And I mean this in every way, like if you were suffering and I said, Ty, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I and, and let's leave out all of the stuff that is a doing something without doing something like, Oh, just be there for me or, you know, something like that. Um, is there anything anybody can do to alleviate your suffering? I don't know that it, it can alleviate it. Um, 
you know, if someone is with you, it can make you stronger mm. to be able to, okay. to to persevere. Yes. I don't think saying you're going to pray for somebody is cliche because I know the power of prayer. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to pray for me, I rejoice in that because yeah. I know that that there's there's a ton of power in that. Oh, there's a ton of yeah. power. And, and I hope that they do it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're going to pray for me, pray for me. You better Dan. pray for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and so as Christians, we, we can certainly lift each other up that way. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes it's holding somebody accountable. You know, yeah. If, if they're suffering from un, from yeah. unjust, <laughs> unjust suffering, yeah, if they're doing something stupid, they shouldn't yeah. be doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're suffering yeah. from sin, self-imposed yeah. suffering, yeah, yeah. yeah. self-imposed suffering. Yeah, maybe maybe you step in and say, "Hey, hey, man, uh, let's let's look at this picture." Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that our job is to take away the suffering that someone's going through. It's it's more be there with them through the to, journey to get them through it to the other side. Because guess what? It's going to be your turn next, and, mm-hmm. right. and, and I'm always of the account accord that if you want if you want to have uh, support, you have to be support. Yes, it doesn't go just one way. Right. So, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, I what I think Ty just hit it hit it on the head. Right is one. I again, I think suffering is an important part of the process, and I'm not. <laughs> going to also try to do God's job and take that away from somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There, I think you can just be there for people and try to be, one thing I suffer with is just being kind of tender sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a hard time walking the line of, of like Ty said, holding people accountable and, and doing that tenderly. I think I said it good on Sunday night when I said, uh, you know, a tool can is either a tool or a weapon, depending on whose hands it's in. That's right. And, um, but I, I don't think you can alleviate it. I, I kind of agree with Ty, I think, or I, I don't think you can do anything to rid them of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can be there for them. And that, I think that makes a massive difference. Just, just being community for somebody. Um, and it looks different sometimes it's sure. sometimes it's, you have to be brutally honest with people. Mm-hmm and love them through it and things like that. But just to love on people and be there, I think makes the biggest difference. Yeah. 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 We don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're suffering with something and you don't say something, we may not know, or we may the, know. We're just waiting for you to the bane <laughs> of our existence. Right. Yeah. I, I'm learning that as a pastor. bane of yeah. our existence. Yeah. Uh, we get accused of not doing so much about stuff that we didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, or like Mitch said, you know about it, but you're just waiting for someone to, to ask for the help. Right. Because yeah. if you just step in, yeah. a lot of times it's not received well. Right. So there's there's some people yeah. on my list that yeah. I'm just praying that they <laughs> yeah. ask. Yeah. Yeah. And second. You know, like like the people you you give my number to, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just praying, hey, call me. Mm-hmm. Call me. Well, and Take it, that and, step. Maybe. And it's actually, that's kind of what I told them. Mm-hmm. Make that I step. said, listen, there ain't going to be a dang thing that you can do for them until they're ready. Right, right. <laughs> you know, or and else you're just going to be. Alcoholic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You, you know. beat your head against a yep. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just. And that's. Nothing, yeah. nothing ever. I would say, and you know, I would say secondly is always be gentle. Always be gentle because I've really ran into this the last few years and I've burned some bridges because of it. And I hate to say it, but I thought somebody was more spiritual than what I thought they were. Mm. Or they, they weren't <laughs> as spiritual as I thought they were. Yeah. And when I said something really harsh, it was, wasn't received well. And I'll be dinged if I didn't go back and was kicking myself because it wasn't them. That was a problem. It was me. Yeah. Okay. And here's never here's my, here's my Russian quote to go along with that. In most cases, this is from brothers. Karmazov or however you say it. And, and I'm going to have 50 people email me telling me how to say that. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> In most cases, people, even wicked people, are far more naive and simple hearted than yep. one generally assumes. And so are we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even the hard cases. Yep. Yep. So yep. do you... Um, Have you ever thought that, like a lot of times, the things that I really struggle with that's beyond physical, because, you know, I I had half my pancreas removed when I was 15 years old. I'm suffering today. (laughs) And I did tell y'all about it. I mean, first thing y'all walked in, I was like, guys, listen, (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Now, I'm suffering today, you know, and Tyler's like, hey, man, you know, he's a works in the fire department and, you know, sews legs back on and stops arterial bleeds and stuff yeah. like that. And here I am like, I don't feel good. And he's like, hey, man, you know, and so I talked to him about it and I, and I feel a little better. And he, get, he said, hey, man, go drink some milk. So I went and got me some milk. <laughs> I took his <laughs> advice, you know, but uh, have you ever noticed well, I know you've noticed, but have you ever pondered just how good the devil is? Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I think that's where people misunderstand is that what the devil does is the Bible says that he f- fiery arrows, or in some translations, fiery darts is, is what he shoots at us. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people look at the pinprick in the side of our arm and go, is it really that bad? Yeah. But what they don't understand is that there's a big internal bleed going on. Yeah. Or, or like, see what the devil does though, is that little fiery dart is tailor made for you. Yes. Not for anybody else in all of existence. It is tailor-made to your DNA, to your very soul. That's why it hurts so much. And I think, but we look down at our own wound sometimes Mm -hmm. and we go, well, it shouldn't be that bad. Mm -hmm. But what we don't realize is there's a neurotoxin Mm -hmm. in that that is geared towards my DNA. And it's like a, like a, a virus that just goes through you, you know? And, and I, and I think that there's two very, um, dangerous places that we can go and that's to give the devil too much credit or not enough. (laughs) So I am not giving him too much credit. I think I'm giving him just enough because he does know how to push your buttons. Yep. Yep. And, and my button isn't the same mm. as y'all's button. Nope. You know? And I mean, and then, but I think that we go through life going, well, why does that, why does that mess yeah. with you? Just because yep. your yep. button isn't green yep. doesn't right. mean that my green one is something's wrong with it. Yep. My <laughs> right. green one yeah. isn't your green yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. When, when you and I first started doing this, um, I, a lot of times I'm like, well, Kevin, why are you letting that get to you? So yeah. 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 It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a big deal yeah. uh-huh. to you. It just wasn't yeah. to me because... Yep. Yeah, it's not your DNA. It's, it's, it is. Yep. We're wired differently. Yeah. And, yep. and vice versa. And the stuff that you struggle with, yeah. I don't yeah, necessarily like, struggle with because yeah. I, I was never an alcoholic. Right, right. Why are you struggling with that, Ty? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but but the, uh, but I think that's, unfortunately, that's the way a lot of Christians treat each other. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't look underneath and just see the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and for the most yeah. part... I, I really think that we're talking about just suffering, yeah. right? The yeah. just oh, yeah. suffering part, you know? Yeah. And, um, what else? Mm, I had something, but I lost it. <laughs> I did too. I had something really profound. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Up to I, you, Tyler. I, I think you nailed it with like, just understanding that there is like the devil is very cunning and he also has an army of demons and there's, they understand you. Like they understand your, your click habits and they do, they have to be cunning because they have no actual power. Yeah. Mm. So how do you, how do you deal with them? Refrain from sin. Yeah. And I know that's not the, the more I sin, even little sin, the more I let open the door for them in my life and our family's life and, Mm And, and all of that stuff. So, did, but they're very cunning. I loved it that you looked at Mitch and said, our family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is my family. I man. know he is. That's why I said I loved it. Uh, <laughs> they lived together, that by the way. had me so much. Um, but they, they are cunning, but they have to be that way because they have no actual power over your life. Mm, that's good. Y- you, you completely control what letting them in right Mm -hmm. and it's not always that easy i know i'm oversimplifying it but they don't like it it, god says that they don't have that power in your life but they understand it and and one of the most interesting things and i'm sorry if this is a little long-winded you know where i really realized that was when emily klein did her presentation of in the beginning Mm -hmm. at the at the retreat 
Because what I realize is, is sometimes the devil, he's so cunning in the fact that he, he won't make you believe an outright lie. Instead, he'll muddy the truth. And I see that like yeah. with creation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll take the truth and tweak it. Right. Yeah. And, well, that's, and what that's that his lo- job is perversion of truth. Yeah. Right. And take, what, take a wonderful thing like sex, mm-hmm. turn it into porn. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And yep. and sometimes we think like he'll he'll go to the extreme. Like he's not going to make you believe an outright lie. He's going to make you doubt the truth. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah you don't have to believe the lie. You just have to doubt the truth. And that's some cunning yeah. um, mm-hmm. strategy there. But have you ever thought Thank about you, this? And I and I told you this yesterday. And you know, just for the people listening, I, I'm on this perspective deal. And you know, first person perspective is is like me talking to Ty, looking him in the eye. That's pers- first person perspective. And you know, second level or first level perspective and the second level perspective is a little higher you distance yourself you know you're not so emotionally attached yeah. and then third level is looking at it from god's point of view and but a second level perspective of suffering is this this is god hey guess what you've got my most powerful created being out to get you he sinned against me. I threw him out of heaven. And now you get to deal with him. But I'm going to equip you for the battle that you cannot see. I'm going to give you armor for you to wear that you cannot touch, taste, feel, or sense. And I'm going to give you a shield that you can't hold. And I'm going to give you a sword that you can't use. Not like a traditional sword. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And I'm with you. Don't be scared. Here's your army. (laughs) I I mean, like, but I say that to say this. When you look at it from that perspective, maybe we're doing pretty damn good. Maybe we're not doing as bad as we think we are, because I think about that, too. Did I suffer like Paul did? We may get up to heaven. And if our lives are played out in some sort of fashion, like I think they will be, God may remove the filter and let us see just how much we truly were attacked. And you know that little lady over there, or that cowboy over there that you think is just whiny and everything? He may be under so much oppression from the devil, you wouldn't be able to breathe. Right. And you're calling them whiny. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have to be aware of that because what does Paul say in Ephesians chapter 6? Yeah. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. Yeah. Our fight is against evil yeah. rulers and principalities in heavenly places. Yeah. But but there's two sides of that where you are supposed to seek the armor and yeah. put it on, right? But, but but my point is you can't see it, you can't feel it. You, you can't, now you can wield it, but I'm talking about in the traditional sense. Right, right. And we can't see the devil. We don't, are we being oppressed or are we being stupid? Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't know that yet, right. but the feeling is the same. Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I'm trying to give myself a break because some of my suffering comes from, well, why is this bothering me so bad? You know, I mean... <laughs> What does it matter? Mm-hmm. But maybe it matters because it's a DNA dart. Yeah. Yep. And I'm getting better. I'm a hell of a lot better than I used to be. I used to get in a fist fight on social yep. media about two right. times a day. Right. Yep. You know, and I was defending God like he needs defending. That was my first mistake. But still, you know what I mean. You know, I, I'm a fighter. I've lost probably 30 fights. I've probably had my ass kicked 30 times in my life. But you know what I never did? I never had fought the same man twice. Right. Because, uh, because they didn't was, want to come back and scrap again. But, yeah. Because they knew, even after kicking my ass, they were like, dude, don't fight that dude. Yeah. You'll have to beat him down. Right. And it's yeah. like trying to bathe a cat. <laughs> you know? But um, so so that's hard for me. Yeah. You know? And yeah. But I think that... In the just suffering department, yeah. I think it's a lot more real than most people give give credence to, or maybe our position 
with Save the Cowboy might be to say things that other people are afraid to ask or say. And I just want everybody to know that, man, if you're following Christ, we understand. Yeah, you, you, you're yeah. under attack. Oh, my gosh. No, you are under attack. Oh, my attack. God. Now, now, granted, we understand. Yep. You got you to gotta ride your own bronc. Yep. I mean, we can be there to dust you off. We can go catch your horse. Yep. We can bring it back to you. <laughs> yep. You know, we can make sure the cinch is tight, straighten mm-hmm. up the saddle. And we can we can even get on and ride it. But eventually, you got to do it. Yep. Yep. And it's pretty hard not to love people once you hear their story. Isn't it, though? It really is. It really is. If that's something you need to take away, if there's somebody that's on your heart that maybe you don't get, maybe you don't like them very much, you just can't get along, you just have friction, or maybe there's just somebody at church that's always coming in and sitting in the back and leaving quick. Yeah. That needs somebody. Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe it's you. Yeah. Maybe you need to tell your story to somebody yep. and let them care. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's Jesus. It's probably both. Community, baby. Yeah. Community. Yep. You gotta Community. Courage. Courage. We're called to be a body, not a body part. Yep. You know? Mm. Yep. Called to be the body of Christ. Yep. One can't survive without the other. Mm. That's good stuff. Yep. What else y'all got? Mm. Well, I hope that this wasn't a downer, no. <laughs> but I hope that just maybe, just maybe, somebody might be able to listen to this and go, you know what? I really understand what those guys were talking about. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I kind of felt, <laughs> you know, because and I'm sure y'all that are listening, I mean, you can't see us, but yeah. you can hear us. You we, can hear the pauses. Yeah. You, you, you can hear yeah. the the wheels turning and what what you can't see is sometimes when these guys are kind of you know they're listening but they're kind of staring at something because they're a long ways off and then before they go to talk they go (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean just that yeah now me here's my final advice develop A don't quit attitude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, get your ass out of bed every day. And if you can't do that, sit up in bed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you seriously can't even do that, now I'm not talking about physical maladies. We're talking about just suffering. Okay. And if you can't sit up, can you raise yourself up on your elbow? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, and, and, Dude, listen, open your eyes. Yeah. and listen, when I say that for any first time listeners or somebody that doesn't know this time last year, from about the middle of July till about the end of January, I cannot tell you how many days I don't even know how many days it was that I got up every single morning. But there's times that I just went back to bed and I would lay in bed and shake. And shake. Mm. And my wife would just be sitting right there with me, rubbing my back or something like that. And sometimes it would last two minutes. Sometimes it would last two hours. Sometimes I was so exhausted Mm -hmm. from the shaking that I would fall asleep. So all of y'all out there, and it was just suffering. It was just. And I I don't want to leave on a cliffhanger, but that's kind of my deal. <laughs> is that I realized something from that suffering. I finally realized what it was all for. One of, one of the lessons I learned, I don't know what the hell it was for. <laughs> but one of the lessons I learned from it, or one of the outcomes, I should say. One of the outcomes was this. And maybe we'll leave this for next week is it was only this year, despite what it's ever looked like, despite what I've ever said, despite what I've ever sounded like or acted like or appeared, this year I went from acting like I knew what I was doing to knowing what I was doing. 
and I finally accepted the responsibility of such. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. That's big. That's hard. That's yeah. big. Like, a lot of people never make it there, and it took me 12 years of professional ministry right. to get from acting like I knew what I was doing to knowing what I was doing. Now, that doesn't mean that I know everything. Of course not. Of course not. But a lot of times when I was challenged way back then, Ty, I was scared I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the DNA dart. Yeah. It wasn't just somebody being mean. They were attacking my calling. You're, yeah. And I was unsure yeah. because, yeah. trust me, I didn't have no freaking burning bush. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was not a burning no. bush that said, move to Kiowa, Colorado and start <laughs> Save the Cowboy. Right. It was just a feeling. Yep. And I do things drastically different than most organizations do. And so my DNA dart was they attacked my ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have finally got to the point, and, and me and Tyler talked about this yesterday. I told him, I said, and I think the reason was that it hurts so bad is because the way I was doing things was untested. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when people questioned me, what was I supposed to say? I didn't know if it would work. Right. Not 11 years ago. I mean, I I had left a mini six-figure job with a plane that used to, a private plane that used to fly me around. And I quit all of that Mm -hmm. and went to making about $18,000 a year from $180,000 a year. (laughs) You know, with all the perks. Yeah. And, and it, it was hard and, and they will, and the devil will attack your identity for sure. You know? And, and, and the other thing is I wasn't sure if it would work. (laughs) I prayed that it would. And maybe that's what, and maybe that's why I did Mm -hmm. is that it wasn't just me praying. It was a lot of people praying. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I told Tyler also yesterday, I said, you know, I saw a quote one time that said the people that walk on the well-trod path have a habit of throwing rocks at those that are clearing a new road. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? I moved to a strange place where I didn't know a single soul and I started clearing rocks by myself. And then Ty came along mm-hmm. and helped me clear some rocks. And I had no idea what I was doing either. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Mitch came along and so, still, still have no idea what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> but he, but you helped clear some rocks. Yeah. And then Tyler came along yeah. and helps move some rocks. The rocks are getting slow. And, 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 and listen, I know I haven't mentioned any of the volunteers, and I'm not going to because there's too many of them, and I don't want to leave anybody out. That's hard. But I have an army mm-hmm. of like-minded people that now have also started clearing rocks. And now we've gone from a two track or a one track cow trail mm. to something that we can actually move yeah right yeah. move yeah. stuff <laughs> up and down and really make roads you know it is the yeah. it is still the the straight the the yeah. narrow path yeah. it's yeah. still the narrow path yeah. but it's save the cowboys narrow path yep. and and it all of the paths are pointed at god mm. all the the well the right paths <laughs> mm-hmm. are are pointed that direction so if you're going through something today man we love you, and, yep. and and we don't have to hear your story. Just know that there are at least four men out there. Mm-hmm. We'll that, reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah reach out. Please I mean, reach out. Yeah. you know, and um, you you'll probably get one of these three guys, and and if there's not enough, then I'll then I'll come in too. But yep. all of these guys have literally given their entire lives to following Christ, and they've suffered for it. Mm-hmm. And I love y'all for it. Love you too, too. All right. I'll tell you what. Mitch, close us in prayer. Okay. Lord, we just come to you just today, Lord, just so thankful for everything that you give us, God. We always start these prayers out with thankfulness. Um, even though if we're in pain, Lord, we always we always remember how great you are. Um, God, we just ask you to be with everybody who is sick and hurting right now. God, give them the, wis- or the, the wisdom and the humility and just the, the courage to... Uh, to go and confess something to somebody or maybe to confess something to you. But most likely, Lord, we want them to do it to both. God, we thank you for everything that you do. Lord, thank you for Jesus 
coming and dying. Thank, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on that cross so that he would give us life and give it in abundance. And that's what he wants to give us a lot of times through suffering is he's trying to give us life. And that that life only comes through him. And we can only get to you through him. God, we thank you for that. God, we ask that any demon that's attached to anybody, Lord, you know their name, and we ask that you just cast them out right now. Cast them out right now. That's clear. That's any of those demons that are putting fear in people. God, thank you for this group of men. Thank you for the suffering that you have placed in our life just to grow us closer to you and, and knowledge of you. And Lord, knowledge doesn't mean anything without a relationship. And a relationship has really only come because of a lot of these guys sitting right here at this table. Relationships come from the people around us, our armies. And God, anybody who's listening to this, just encourage them, Lord, that they don't have to be Kevin Weatherby or Ty Weber or Tyler Lowe or Mitch Gorman to have an army like we got. Amen. They don't have to be a pastor or a preacher to have that army. They just have to believe in you and go and find your people and let them love on them. And it's your name we ask these things. Praise your name. Amen. 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 So if y'all do need to get in contact, us, go to savethecowboy.org. There's a contact submission form on there, and we will get somebody to talk to you. And even if that's a little out of your league right now, just know that that prayer was for you. Mm. And on behalf of Save the Cowboy, my name's Kevin Weatherby. We love y'all, and we'll see you next time on Cowboy Conversations. Adios.